on today's Into Your Head Temporarily Daily Christmas Show for Tuesday, uh, how to deal with your brain over the festive period, and lots more. to get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, oh topics, we've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively booming to the seams with topics, we've got topics coming out of, uh, topics coming out of this brain, this poor fucking brain that's being, oh, it's being banjaxed over Christmas, has had all sorts of crap poured into it, I've had crap poured into my brain, not directly, I've had crap poured into my mouth, and it wasn't crap in in the in the sense of oh in the sense of being crap as in feces don't worry nobody's been pouring feces into my into my brain either directly or indirectly which leads me to wonder why i say i've had crap poured into my brain all christmas i haven't i have not although i haven't been nutritionalizing my brain very well but that's normal for christmas you pour alcohol and uh, what else do you pour into it? You pour alcohol, basically alcohol and turkeys and uh, oh, sweets and all sorts of crap have been going into my brain, uh, causing it to die a long, slow, painful, temporary death. It's on its way back now, though. Don't worry. I've just drunk. Oh, I've just drunk half a liter of stimulation drink. That's one of the best things you can do for your brain. Drink energy drink. It's very good for you. Uh, all the best surgeons go on the uh, energy drink ads and they say for. Bad brain, I recommend uh, dart stimulation drink. Stay sharp, keeps you strong, keeps you something or other anyway. I can't read it. What's it say? Keeps you going, doesn't say where. Keeps you going, doesn't say where. Although that does remind me I do need another piss less than 10 minutes after the previous one. At least I don't need a piss before the previous one, because then we'd have a problem. Uh, but, oh, no, no, not necessarily. Uh, if, this, if there were mushrooms in this... Uh, stimulation drink it might be possible for me to conceive a way whereby i could have another piss prior to the previous one uh but i don't think that's the case i don't think because i brought this in a regular bog standard local convenience store not some oh not some underground place where they put mushrooms and everything although they do sell mushrooms in that shop uh we can be that sure to christ as hell they're not magic mushrooms there's nothing magic about them uh, except oh except the way they go rotten after two days if you don't eat them if you do eat them i don't know what happens if you eat mushrooms do they rot as much as they do when you don't eat them that's a worry for you because if that's the case then there's no there's no point being all picky going around going oh i'll only take the stuff that's not rotting from the uh from the fruit stand in the vegetable shop i'll just take the nice fresh stuff that's not gone off uh once that's going to go off regardless of whether you eat it or not so a day or two from now if you eat that today you're going to have rotten food inside you because it's probably going to rot even more because your insides are not refrigerated i can tell you no no your insides are kept at body temperature unless there's something uh, radically wrong with you in which case you probably won't be eating uh, you probably won't be eating fruit and veg off the shelves you'll be having stuff pumped into you through an intravenous tube uh, they'll stick a catheter in you and they'll pump they'll be i tell you it won't be mushrooms they'll be pumping into you there'll be some other crap uh, some other 
crop. Well, not real crop. Not as far as I know, anyway. I'm not qualified to say. Although maybe if I drink any more of this stimulation drink, I'll develop the qualifications to say, can you become a qualified medic by drinking enough stimulation drink to stimulate? Because they say, if, if you read a, if you do the complex Irish Times crossword enough, uh, it trains your brain. And they have games that they say you can train your brain. So surely I can improve my brain uh, by drinking dart stimulation drink every day and it'll get to the point where I can become a qualified medic uh, just from consuming it. I suppose they probably make you do tests. I suppose that's fair enough. You have to certify these people before you let them operate on people's brains. Uh, but I wouldn't want to operate on them. I'd, I'd rather do something more sophisticated than brain surgery. I'd rather I'd rather cure someone's brain without touching it, like the way Yuri Geller does. I'd wave my hands around a bit and say, you are feeling sleepy. And they'd say, Christ, I am feeling sleepy. How do you know? And you say, because I've just made you sleepy. That was my doing. I don't take credit for the sleepiness that I put into you. That wasn't your doing. I'm going to leave the room now and you see if you can go asleep without me doing anything. And you leave the room and sure enough, uh, nothing happens. They stay wide awake with their eyes wide open and then they'll come back in and they'll, they'll congratulate you. They'll say, sir, that's amazing. You're a fantastic doctor. And you'll say, I know, I know. Modesty forbids, though. Although it doesn't really. Modesty doesn't forbid anything. Modesty is not a fucking... Uh, it's not a freaking religion uh or maybe it is is there it's probably religions that are all in favor of modesty they say oh uh, everybody who joins our church has to be modest it's one of the uh, it's one of the top three commandments of our religion be modest uh be good at stuff but be modest about it uh in fact be so modest about it that you do it badly uh, do everything less well than you can just to make sure you're being modest and not showing off uh, in fact uh use your use your ability as as less uh, as less as possible is that a phrase as less as possible use your abilities use your god-given abilities as little as possible that's that's the way to be modest and uh, we'll be a uh, ah, well. anyway hello and welcome to the show two cats walk into a bar one of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And the man behind the bar says, Certainly, sir. Uh, we can have the head off a pint of Guinness, but you can't have the Guinness itself because uh, you're a cat. And the cat says, Surely the Guinness itself is an integral part of the pint of Guinness. And the man behind the bar says, Indeed it is. You're right about that. That's why I bring it up. I'm required by law to bring it up under consumer law. I can't just pass off a a head of Guinness on its own as a pint of Guinness. I have to tell you that I'm not giving you a pint of Guinness and I'm just giving you the head. And the cat says, that sounds vulgar, if you don't mind me saying so. And the man behind the bar says, well, any cat who can notice something as grown up and vulgar as that uh, in a simple, innocent discussion about the head of a pint of Guinness uh, is probably old enough to be drinking Guinness. So I take that back. Here's a proper pint of Guinness for you. And the cat says, uh, do you hereby under arrest. I'm an undercover police officer. I go around doing checks doing checks on the likes of you going around selling pints of Guinness to, uh, you're supposed to check by ID not check whether I understand a vulgar reference for Christ's sake what the hell is wrong with you people what the hell is wrong with you people you spent 18 years learning the bar trade and you still can't figure out properly whether or not you're supposed to give a pint of Guinness to a cat it's not that complicated you know the, uh, all you have to do is have a look at the customer 
customer and think, is that a cat? And if the answer is yes, uh, then you say, no, I can't sell you a pint of Guinness. And if the answer is no, uh, then uh, check whether it's an underage human. And you do that by asking for identification. Or else you could just start with the identification thing. If someone comes in and you can't be arsed to figure out whether it's a cat or a human, just ask them for species identification, uh, if such a thing exists. It probably doesn't now come to see, come to think of it. So now come now that I look at your situation, uh, to give you credit, it's far more complicated than I'd initially assessed. So I suppose in a way you have a point there. Uh, except you don't anymore because you're not allowed to serve points because I'm taking your license away. Ho, 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 ho. And the man behind the bar says, is this not called trickery or something? You trying to con me into uh, thinking you're a cat or something and trying to, ah, that's what they do to get, that's what they do. That's what they do to catch prostitutes, isn't it? And the man, the man in front of the bar says, I'm pretty sure they don't disguise themselves as cats and go up and ask for a pint of Guinness in order to detect a prostitute. And the man behind the bar says, Now did you put it that way, I suppose. I suppose, I suppose, I suppose. Uh, so do I get executed now or what? And the man in front of the bar says, not at all, not at all, sir. The, uh, the police and judi judiciary system are far more modern than uh, open-minded nowadays. No, no, you get be carted off to prison. You get shoved into the, ironically, into the drunk tank. We shove you into the drunk tank for a couple of days. And then we'll haul you up in front of the judge and the judge will say, what did you do? And you tell the judge what you did and then he'll make a judgment. He'll make a judgment. His call, uh, that's why they call him the judge. He makes a judgment. He'll judge the living daylights out of you. And then you'll be probably be sent off to prison or else you'll be let go, depending on what judgment he makes. Uh, that's about it. That's pretty much what's going to... You're seeing it happen on every television procedural crime drama ever. You know how it works. You go up and front of the judge and the judge the judge says, everybody now lower your heads. And you lower your head, unless your head is already down as far as it can go. If you're some weird creature that has its head down low, uh, maybe, for example, an ostrich, and you've got your head buried in the sand. Buried in... Oh, why would there be sand in the court? I suppose in case someone brings in their cat and it needs to have a crop. In which case, you probably wouldn't want to bury your head in that sand. Oh, no, because it's already other stuff maybe buried in that sand. It might be unappetizing. Uh, not that you're there to have a nice tree. You're not there to find something nice to eat in the sand. So uh, if I were you, I'd just stand there and listen and do what you're told. And the man behind the bar says, fair enough, fair enough. So do I have to come with you now and close down this establishment? And the man in front of the bar, whatever I said he was, says, yes, you do. Close your hole down, shut it down. Just as Gordon Ramsay says, shut it down. We're shutting it down for the night. Everybody out. Uh, this fellow was caught allegedly selling me a pint of Guinness uh, while I was in the guise of a cat. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I just realised I'm not a cat, so that's not a legal then is it so i can't i got to rest you for that uh, ignore my previous instruction uh refrain from shutting it down unless you want to you're free to shut it down if you want to but i'm saying you don't have to i'm not shutting you down uh, i don't i'm not the gordon ramsay of this establishment tonight another night we're gonna find you doing something illegal then there might be uh, but for now no your arse is being saved and you live to oh you live to fly another day isn't it absolutely fucking fantastic hello you're listening to the Into Your Head podcast from Ireland with your humble proprietor, 
Neil. Follow Neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast. Hello, this is Jay Edgar Casey. Whenever I am listening to fine podcasts, I tune into the Into Your Head program because it's it, it's very clean. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats and stuff. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats, Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. just realized that this episode of the Into Your Head Temporarily Daily Christmas Show uh, is scheduled to come out on New Year's Eve. Uh, the year. Uh, the eve of the new year. This whole year, though, has been the eve of the next year, hasn't it? Surely to Christ. 2013. All of 2013 has been the eve of 2014. Uh, but no, I'm not pretending to be stupid or anything. I know, I know damn well what they mean. They mean it's the eve of the, the eve of the New Year's Day of the next year I suppose that's going to work it's supposed to be more complicated if New Year's Day was was celebrated on a different day of the year like the Chinese do the Chinese celebrate their New Year's Day on uh, something like the 15th of September or something uh, so the eve of their New Year has, is rather complicated because they have to celebrate that on the 14th of September uh, which means it's already nine months into the New Year fucking ridiculous so no no it's best to have celebrate your new year uh, on the first day of the year and then you can call the previous day uh, New Year's Eve without it being part of that year it can be part of the separate you say you kill two birds with one stone basically you celebrate the eve of the of the New Year's Day and you celebrate the ending of the previous year you say the previous year is being overdone with and dusted and out and we've already got another year, another year lined up uh, to start at exactly midnight uh, so it's like when you have two trains running uh you just pay although with trains you normally you'd keep them a couple of minutes apart even that rush hour and the commuter trains you'd at least keep them uh two minutes apart at least you don't be running them you won't be running one right up against the other although i suppose at midnight it doesn't matter because nobody else is around nobody's going to notice and uh, nobody's going to be standing around on the tracks uh, either way you don't you have people standing on railway tracks anyway normally except at a level crossing and in that case the gates would be up and any trains coming would have been signaled to stop a signal would say stop 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 you're not allowed to go uh you've two you've two options here one is to stop and one is to go uh there's a third one as well and that's to not go but that's pretty much the same as stop uh, if you're already stopped your options are to either uh go or not go if you're not already stopped your options are to uh go or stop so i suppose that's why there's three lights i don't drive so i don't understand these systems so i presume that's why there's three lights one says uh one the three lights on a track 
traffic light one would be to go that's the green one uh the orange one presumably is to stop if you're already going and the red one is to uh not go if you're already stopped which is always the same as stopped you could have to two you could probably merge the two stop ones into one it'll be called don't go stroke stop it'll be the same thing surely you thought it wouldn't confuse people that much for christ's sake uh but as i say i'm not a driver i don't know anything about these things i'm not the i'm not the professor stephen hawking of the motoring world not that you need to be although i did once drive a moped i drove a moped into the ground i put thousands of kilometers upon it i drove it oh, i drove it to my heart's content up and down the byways of this country until i stopped and said no more of this crap there's no more of this crap going around this country. Either learn how to drive a Boeing 747 Jumbo Jet or you stop driving completely. There's no happy medium. And a, mo- a moped, I can tell you, is not a happy medium. It's a thing that you get knocked off uh, by other people. Uh, people who have more wheels than you think they can just push you off your bike into the ground to say, oh, you've only two wheels. I have four. Uh, you're basically, uh, you're like a 2D creature. That's why they think of motorcyclists in this country they think motorcyclists are like oh they're like you're a tree in a 3d world and a motorcyclist is just some being that slipped in from another dimension where there's where it's only 2d it's like if you see a little shadow they say oh that's just someone from another dimension uh, we're not obliged to look out for him or her at all they probably don't even have hims or hers there it's probably uh, how could you if it's flat if it's two-dimensional how could i have a sex i'd be fucking ridiculous well that's of course biology is completely different in other dimensions which it probably is uh, but you can't be expected as a motorist to know about that you're not there for your knowledge of science or uh, physics or all that sort of thing you're there to drive a car along the road and obey the rules of the road uh, I can tell you the rules of the road stated all that sort of stuff about how to perceive other dimensions uh, there'll be a lot less people passing their driving tests I can tell you and the people who did will get a lot more respect that say oh there's uh there's professor what's his name i believe he's got a i believe he's got a postgraduate doctorate in how to drive within the rules of the road he's very intelligent uh, anyway i hereby mark and celebrate and uh, basically not ignore the fact that today's episode will fall on uh, new year's eve the last day of the year the last day as 2013 over and done with will we uh, will we play a song to to be the be the adieu so to speak adieu being the french for uh, i think it's the french for adios if i remember rightly uh here we go uh 2013 <laughs> Ah, farewell 2013, you were a bit of a cunt, you were a bit, you were a bit, you were a bit of a cunt. Ah, that's not very good, is it? Oh, that's negative. That's being negative. It's like being, oh, if you get, how do I say it though? If you get two negatives, it makes a positive. So uh, we'll play it in stereo next time if we can figure out how to do so. And the two will cancel each other out. They'll say, uh, you'll hear me on one side going bit of a cunt and me on the other side going bit of a cunt. Uh, but if you listen carefully, you hear me somewhere in the middle going, 2013, you're not a cunt at all. Ignore 
the two part, the two constituent parts of this stereo mix and listen to the overall total effect, which is very complimentary towards the outgoing year. Uh, not to say I want the year to come back. Oh no, unless it means time travel has been invented, in which case that's fine. But I want control over it. I want full control over any time travel that's going to be done, especially into 2013. Anyway, good You've morning. You've been listening to Neil tell you stories. About cats, probably. Neil talks a lot about cats. Send your topic suggestions to studio at interyourhead.com.